Do we really need listings to keep us safe? Hi, this is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat Risk Consulting in Russell, Canada, and you're listening to Quick Hits. I'm recording this on the evening of February the 3rd, 2021, and I told myself I wouldn't do this, but I'm going to give you another podcast on terrorist listings in Canada. I, I swore that I've, I've said enough about this. My position is very well known, but I've been seeing some reaction on Twitter and in other media on this move by the Canadian government this afternoon to add 13 more groups to the terrorist listing. So for those who aren't following this, this item, terrorist listings is something that came about in the aftermath of 9-11. It's a way for the government to designate a particular group as a terrorist entity, and it has some limited implications for things like terrorist financing but really that's about it so terrorist listings are a relatively new phenomenon in canada when it comes to counterterrorism. it wasn't around for the first 150 years almost of our existence and i have argued that in fact it's a very limited tool and uh, in fact this is slightly political so for the record the 13 groups that have been added uh, to the canadian terrorist listings as of today are and i quote autumn waffen division which is a neo-nazi group the base, which I think is also neo-Nazi. The Proud Boys, which of course we've been talking an awful lot about since the January 6th attack on the Capitol. The Russian Imperial Movement, which I think is a pro-Russian group in Ukraine. I'm not entirely certain. Uh, three Al-Qaeda affiliates. Jamat Nusrat al-Islam al-Muslimin. The Front de Libération de Messina and Ansaridin as well as five ISIS affiliates, Islamic State in West Africa province, Greater Sahara, Libya, Islamic State East Asia, Islamic State Bangladesh, and a group called Hezbollah Mujahideen. Now, uh, a security official who is anonymous stated that, in fact, uh, the Proud Boys, this is all about the Proud Boys. The other groups, like, who gives a rat's ass, right? This is all about the Proud Boys. The a security official says this was not political in nature. In fact, that the Proud Boys were under review for quite some time and that the January 6th attack was, quote, wasn't the only factor and it wasn't the driving factor in designated the group as a terrorist entity. It's a group that we've been looking at as a community for quite some time. Now, I have no idea who the security official is. I'm guessing it's someone in public safety and not CSIS, but I, I could be wrong. The reason why I wanted to devote, yes, one more quick hit to listing is to simply underscore What's the point? We've now listed five ISIS groups. So for those who have you know, been asleep at the wheel for the past couple of years, Islamic State has been adding so-called provinces to its so-called caliphate uh, ever since 2014. I wrote a whole book on it in 2016, The Lesser Jihads. There are provinces in the Sinai. There are provinces in, in the Sahel. Um, I don't know why isn't the group in Mozambique being listed, for example. I don't know. Why isn't the group in Yemen being listed? Maybe here it is. I don't know. As for the Al-Qaeda affiliates, again, I mean, Al-Qaeda's been on the list since 2002. Do we need to list another Al-Qaeda affiliate? Seemed pretty clear to me that Al-Qaeda is a terrorist group. And, you know, Autumn Waffen Division? I mean, what is the point of doing this? Again, when it comes to terrorist financing, I get it. But the bottom line is, is that these groups don't do a heck of a lot of fundraising anyway. Certainly not in Canada, not like the Tamil Tigers did for decades in the Sri Lankan community, not like Hezbollah is probably still doing in parts of the Lebanese and Muslim community here in Canada. The terrorist listing process 
is a very political one. I already talked about the MEK being delisted back in 2012. Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to get crucified for it, but I think the decision to list the Proud Boys and the other extremist, white extremist groups that are on this list as of today is an effort by the Trudeau government to be seen to be diversified. Someone looked at the list and said there's too many Muslim groups on there like Boko Haram and Al-Qaeda and all the Al-Qaeda affiliates and Islamic State affiliates and all the groups in Southeast Asia and all the groups in Pakistan and all the groups in Afghanistan and all the groups in Yemen and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And we have to make it look more, I don't know, cosmopolitan. That's not a political agenda? I mean, am I missing something here? Again, and for the record, I'm not a Proud Boys fan. I'm not an Oath Keepers fan. I'm not a Three Percenters fan. I'm not a Soldiers of Odin fan. I'm not a fan of La Meute in Quebec. I do think these are right-wing extremist groups. And I think that my former colleagues at CSIS and my former friends at the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, are probably watching these guys so that they don't carry out acts of violent extremism, which would qualify as terrorism in some cases. Other cases might be just hate crimes. There's a very fine line between a hate crime and a terrorist crime, in my view. So I think they're pretty well already on the job. So what does adding them to the list do? Well, some say, well, if you have a Proud Boys jacket, you can be charged. Really? Well, I'd like to see that one go up in court. I'm sure there are defense lawyers lining up, up to Yang Yang, hoping that this one actually gets across their, their ledger one day. In terms of freedom of speech and all that kind of stuff. Anyhow. So no, I'm not, dis- I'm not dismissing right-wing extremism. I'm not dismissing the hateful rhetoric and the potential, and I stress potential for violence, that these groups exhibit. And there certainly were Proud Boys that took part in the January 6th riot on Capitol Hill. Is it just me? Is this timing just incredibly coincidental? The riots take place on January 6th. Jagmeet Singh says, let's name the Proud Boys a terrorist group. Parliament votes on it. And the day after, it gets lifted? And some security official says it's, 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 it's a pure coincidence? Come on, guys. Cut us a little bit of slack on this. This would not be happening if the Proud Boys had not taken part in the attack on the Capitol in Washington, D.C. less than a week after New Year's. There's a cause and effect here. Don't treat us like morons. Don't don't treat us as if you dropped off the turnip truck yesterday. Okay? There's a lot of politics to this process. And as I've argued, and I'm not going to repeat the arguments, you know, in, in toto, but as I've been saying, we did without listings for the better part of 150 years in this country. And we did good counterterrorism work. Listings aren't the end all and the be all. They may help with terrorist financing. And yet still, I, I have yet to see a, a tri- excuse me, a trial in Canada in which somebody has is, is been charged and convicted for sending money to his wallet. If I'm missing something, please, please send it my way. I'll certainly own up to my mistake and my the, the gap in my knowledge. But this announcement by Public Safety Today smacks of politics. Yes, they listed 13 groups, only with three or four of them are right wing. You've got some jihadis in there in, in the bunch as well. I didn't wake up this morning wondering whether ISIS affiliates were terrorist groups. I kind of knew that back in 2014. I didn't wake up this morning wondering if Al-Qaeda affiliates were terrorist groups. I kind of knew that back in 2001. So again, someone please someone enlighten me. As to what is the purpose of listing a terrorist group. Because I don't get it. Maybe I'm just an old retired guy. Who's lost the plan here. But this really stinks to high heaven. Of a political process by the Trudeau liberals. To be seen to be 
stealing an NDP idea to make themselves look good in the eyes of the Canadian public. As far as I'm concerned, the Proud Boys can go to hell. I don't, I don't care about them. But listing them as a terrorist entity, along with the other ones, no, ain't gonna cut it, folks. We could, we could get by very, very easily without calling people terrorist groups. It's as simple as that. Anyhow, that's what I think. I want to recognize the Grimsby Peach Kings as my hockey team of the podcast. My wife is from the Niagara Peninsula and the Grimsby Peach Kings. Not sure what league they're in. Junior C, I think, out there. Anyhow, great local team. And of course, before I leave you today, it's time for your Hardy Boys Pearl of Wisdom from the Hardy Boys Guide to Life. Here we go from the Arctic Patrol Mystery. Sounds very Canadian. When searching for a person who hasn't been heard of for a long time, the first book, first place you should look for uh, is the telephone book. <laughs> okay, the Hardy Boys didn't weren't around during the internet, okay? They had to look up names in the phone book. They couldn't Google them. These guys are from the 50s. Joe and Frank Hardy didn't have computers back then, so cut them some flack, would you? Anyhow, love to hear what you think about the listings process. Am I, am I, am I completely off base here? Am I losing it? You can reach me on email, borealisrescuegmail.com, or on Twitter at borealisaves. You can also find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you like the content and want to get more, go to the website, borealisthreatenedmiss.com. Hit the subscribe button. You get a free daily digest to your inbox every day. And you can also find a link how to buy my most recent book, The Peaceable Kingdom, A History of Terrorism in Canada, From Confederation to the Present, a very practitioner-based book. It's my experiences and experience of 30 of my best friends who used to work with CSIS and the RCMP in counterterrorism from the 1960s onward. Love to hear what you think of the podcast. Drop me a line. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.